it's not the ref's real fault, even though he stumbled like a fucking stuttering prick. And if he didn't fall like a fucking moron, there'd be at least one second left to get the playoff. But he's fucking can't keep his fucking balance. But no, Dak, when he slid, he should have slid a little earlier and should have handed the ball right to the fucking ref yep. instead of doing what he fucking did anyway. So I can't put it on the refs. But man, that was fucking disappointing. God, that was fucking miserable. And I can say, oh, the refs, there were so many penalties in that game, but they there was. There was that many penalties. It wasn't like they were just calling penalties. We were egregiously making fucking bad mm-hmm. plays. We were fucking ourselves. We were digging a fucking grave. We dug our whole, dun, 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 whole game. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> fucking shovels in the ground. Fucking first play. What's the first play? <laughs> Five pounds of fucking dirt behind your back. <laughs> That's first play. By fucking fourth quarter, you're six feet fucking deep. Um, uh, I've never seen that come down. You know, the way it came down, you know, as far as the collision between the umpire and the quarterback. You are now tuned in to the All-Star Vintage Podcast with your hosts, Mark Jameson and Dom Morrow. Three, two, one. Here we go. Welcome, welcome back. Holy shit. It's been a minute. Yeah. Things have just been fucking crazy, man. It's the holidays. It's COVID. It's your sister's ass, Koozie. Take care, Oh, Welcome uh, back to the show. Uh, it's the All-Star Vintage Podcast with your boys. Yes. Don Morrow, Mark Jameson. Back at it. It's the beginning of season three. Yes. Starting it off. Two seasons deep already. Yeah. The first season on mm. the, the Chop Sports, Sports Network. Network. And podcast I, network. I was talking about this before. Like, you think um, for like, you know, we always like kind of change the intro for the season, like the intro song. We don't really change it. We put, add different shit. Should we like add like on in the intro just like a dumb like the like you know the All Star Vintage like that radio voice guy you know All Star Vintage podcast. You know, should we add like on the Chop Sports Network? Like, just like that? Just like that. Like little just Trump clip. Sports Network. Yeah, like some like that. We'll just clip it like just like that and put it in there. Do you want to hire the voiceover guy <laughs> No, again, I want to do just... just gonna... I literally just want to cut what we just did and put it in there ourselves. On the Trump yeah. Sports Network. Or like... The Trump Sports Network. <laughs> Something stupid. On the Trump Sports Network. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I think... I'd like this one better. <laughs> like... <laughs> More NWO style and like yeah. NWO. Because if you fucking, you could like tweak it too. It sounded real dark. <laughs> but yeah, so that's uh, that's a thing now. Yeah, and uh, new audience, obviously, yeah. if you're tuning into the fir- for, for the, the first time. Yeah. If you're tuning in, let's try that again. If you're tuning into the first, you're tuning in for the first time. Slow it twister. down, Dom. It's a tongue twister, bro. Well, thanks for joining us. There's a million podcasts out there, but you chose to spend time with us. Mm-hmm. So we appreciate that. And um, you know, welcome you to the show. Let's break it down a little bit, man. Let's yeah. tell them a little bit about us, who we are, mm. right? Because, um, listen, there's probably some new listeners. So let's tell Maybe. them what's up. Hopefully. Well, <laughs> see, the thing is, 
No, yeah, we just it's like uh, we 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 like to go in a little bit of everything in here. So like you get some sports, you're gonna get some music, you get some uh, pop culture, some wrestling, you know, eighties, nineties, yeah, current, and like current, and just stupid fucking stories and tall tales and anything you can think of. Probably gonna hear it here. So yeah, man. So like a little bit about us too is you know we didn't start off like with the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, our original business model and still to this day really is, Mm -hmm. you know, what drives us is the thrifting game. So we have a online e-commerce store. Um, We sell on a few different platforms. What we do Mm -hmm. is we sell vintage sports gear. So like jerseys, t-shirts, you know, sweatpants, like sweatshirts, sweatshirts, hoodies, all that stuff. Like vintage, eighties, nineties. Yeah. College pro sports. Um, Got yeah, man, a little mix of everything in there. And, um, you know, we've been doing that for like for a couple of years yeah. now we've been at it. Yeah. Yeah, man. And it's, it's a it's, it's a cool, cool niche like to be into, like right. The the thrifting game in general is mm. like a hot thing right now. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's kind of like always been there, but, it's, you know, it's a big thing right now. Mm. So we want, you know, just take a small piece out of it and really kind of just live more in the sports world because, yeah. you know, that's the stuff that's we know. We're comfortable. Yeah, it's where we're comfortable. It's the stuff that we know. It's the stuff that we enjoy, yeah, it's right? Stuff it's, we grew up with, and like. So we're you know we just we just love the nostalgia in general, mm-hmm. man. So like that's that's what we've been doing for like the past couple of years, and then what last year we're like, hey, let's let's make a, let's make a podcast out of it, tie in kind Try of what to, we yeah. do a little bit on the thrifting end and on the business end. We talk about that a little bit, and then we talk about our teams, man. Right? Yeah. So I'm, I'm a New York Jets fan, die hard as yeah. it gets. Born loser. I mean, yeah. since the jump, dude. I, I mean, I came out of my mom's womb <laughs> with a freaking Jets jersey on, basically, yeah. bro. So, I mean, I've, I've seen it all. I'm 35 years old. Mm. You know, I didn't see the Super Bowl or nothing like that. The best I got was 98 with Vinny when we mm. lost to the Broncos that year in the AFC Championship. And, this, and the Rex and then years. The, yeah, the, the back-to-back Rex years, which were really good. But besides that, not Misery. a whole lot of success, Misery. Man. You well, know what I mean? Yeah. I'm a Cowboy fan. I was not a born a Cowboy fan. They tried to make me other fans, but my dad hates the fucking Cowboys so much. And, like, when I was a kid, I just wanted to not do what my dad likes. I want to go against the grain, obviously. And then, at the time, the Cowboys were winning all the time. So, like, imagine being a young-ass kid getting into football, and every time you watch a team, all they're doing is winning. So, that's how I became a Cowboys fan. I've been a Cowboys fan ever since. Even though we went through shit years, I still stuck with them. But, yeah, I'm also a big Knicks fan. So you hear a lot of Nick shit on here too. Uh, I'm a Dodger fan, but you know, baseball's baseball. Like I like baseball, but I don't like fucking. I don't love baseball. I want a little little wood on the Bengals yesterday. Hey, how you doing, Bengals yeah. man? If we're gonna talk playoffs, let's talk Joe fucking cool, baby. Yeah, he was my he was he was my fantasy football backup. I should be all starter. year, <laughs> but I had Herbert. Oh yeah. And so, I mean, take one or the other. They, yeah. Those guys are both yeah. fucking elite, you know? And um, it was just such a shame. I was trying to trade one of them all mm. year. And that's why I, I took both because I'm like, yeah. I'm going to need this, like, as a trade piece at some point during oh, the season. Of course. So I was trying to deal them all year. I, I just year I took three quarterbacks for that reason. It's a good strategy. <laughs> yeah. it, it usually works. It usually works. So I had like two fucking awesome quarterbacks, and like it was a shame. Like I hated having sitting, to start one or the other. Yeah, like yeah. especially Burrow, man. Like, yeah. and have, I don't think I could. St- I don't think I could bench him. I think he'd be taken over as a starter, even with Herbert. I, dude, I, I love him. I, yeah. I'm a big, big Me too. Burrow fan. And then after this fucking week, man. Oh yeah. 
I mean, he's solidifying himself as an elite, elite, elite quarterback. quarterback. And he's only his second year. Like, granted, well, he is 25. Is it his second or yeah, third? It's his second it's, year. He was hurt. Oh, yeah. So it's no. his third. No, it's his second year. It's got to be. Because his his rookie year was last year, I'm pretty sure. And he, Yeah, his rookie year was last year. And he tore his fight. He only played like six games or something like that. But in those games, he looked fucking good. I remember that. I remember that. But Joe Burrow's a fuck. Ever since he got a, like a real starting chance in LSU, you know, like yeah, he's a little older now. He's like twenty five, I think, and that's probably why he's as good as he is, so young in the league. He's a little more mature, but he's a fucking winner. He's always won everywhere. He's always been a winner. And you can't like sometimes you know shit like sometimes that shit you can't teach. Obviously, there's like intangibles you obviously just can't teach when it comes to playing that position or comes to just playing in the NFL in general. Playing at a high level like that. Yeah, you're right. He was drafted first overall in 2020. Yeah. yeah. 2020. So yeah. yeah. So yeah, second year. And yeah, trust me, that's my guy. <laughs> I wish he was a. I'm honestly. I love Dak, but I wish Joe Burrow was a Cowboy quarterback. <laughs> so fucking bad. Two big colleges, too, man. F- fucking Ohio State. Yeah. 2015, left. 2017. He went to LSU. Yeah. And won that national title and beat fucking Trevor Lawrence. That was Trevor Lawrence's like only loss ever in college. And then he went back in the locker room and smoked a fucking cigar like a G. I like that. Like fucking he had the balls. bang bang going uh-huh. too. Just you sitting there. That? Yep, just sitting there. I like the one name they got for you. Know, you know, you can make Joe Cool. You know, you can think all these things. The one name I love they, that they use for him I like now is that Big Throw Joe. Ooh, I, like I didn't that. hear that one. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, I mean, I mean, fucking Bengals finally. You know what though? Good for them. Yeah. And I usually roll like in the playoffs. Obviously, the Jets they don't really know what the playoffs are. Yeah. You haven't uh, licked the playoffs from what twenty years? Uh, eleven. 11. Yeah. 11 years. Oh, yeah, 2000 fucking. 11 fucking years. No playoffs. Pathetic. Um, but yeah, no, like, usually. You haven't won the division in 20 years. That's what it is. Playoff time, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Playoff time, you know, I usually take it to NFC to root for. Yeah. NFC team to root for, rather. And There's um, not a lot of likable NFC teams you know, left, to be you honest. Know, and you know me. I usually roll with the Cowboys. Yeah. You know, that's my NFC yeah, team, dude. right? Yeah, baby. Um, But no Cowboys mm-hmm. now. So I was thinking, okay, maybe the Rams, but I really hate Odell Beckham Jr. Yeah. I don't like I At really this point, don't I, it doesn't like even him. bother me. He's just like, because he's not opening his mouth and doing shit over there. He's just yeah, no, playing. No, of course, he's, he's being yeah. smart now because he has a chance to win a chip. Yeah. So, you know, he's going to. Yeah, fuck it, though. Yeah, he's gonna fall in line and just and just be a good player. And but that's this it. Bengal team, man, they're a sneaky fucking team. So, but, and I, lo- I really love Stafford. Like, yeah. oh yeah, I was always a Stafford guy. Of course, I always thought you know, I mean, fucking, you're in Detroit. Yeah, who, who wins in Detroit? Nobody. You know, so I Barry Sanders couldn't even do it. Yeah, seriously, right? <laughs> One of the best, my favorite, my favorite running back of all time, Barry Sanders. Mm. Um, but yeah, dude. So for for him to actually be in a place. Where he has a chance to thrive, Stafford. I mean, great fit for him with McVay too. I thought, McVay, I thought from the jump that yeah. was a that was a great fucking fit McVay for Stafford. Is a fucking great coach, dude. And he's so young. I mean, he, he's going to be coaching forever. Coaches, Zach, I mean, this is what I'm trying to figure out, right? This is just like a take. So you got got you got Zach Taylor with the Bengals mm-hmm. and Joe Burrow, right? You got Matt Lafleur in Green Bay with Aaron Rodgers. You see what they're doing, right? Do you think it's has is it mostly have to do because that's the quarterback they have? You know what I'm saying? Or is it the coach? Or is it more or is it the a coach? Or is it a combination? Right. So I think both scenarios are the quarterback. Yeah. It, it, but I think the coaches can be decent. You know what I'm saying? Like they're not like. But if they didn't have those quarterbacks, I don't think they'd be anywhere near what. So they like Mike McCarthy and Aaron Rodgers. Bing yeah. bang. Because you see what Mike McCarthy does with Dak, won twelve fucking games. Yeah. 
Boy, Dak last year out, six games. So, all right. I know we're jumping around like, yeah. a lot now. But, but hold on. We're, we're going to go back to the Bengals and stuff. But now that we're on the Cowboys for a second, right? We just talked about <sighs> McCarthy, right? Yeah. And uh, the uh, total letdown in the playoffs this year for yeah, the Cowboys. Dude, with I mean, so much hope and so much momentum going that in. That was honestly the most frustrating finish to a year I've had to sit through in a long time. I I no longer have a closet door. I mean, it's it's there. It's just not on the hinges anymore. <laughs> it's like, and that was like two hours after the game ended. I was still like, <laughs> get the fuck out of my way. I was not happy. I was not someone to be fucking near at all. You ever cry after a loss? Almost did after this <clears throat> one. I'm not going to lie. Because the way that ended, that was the most frustrating ending of the game I've ever seen in my life. Between the refs, between Dak being stupid. Because like... I can put a lot on the refs because the, that last second. Oh, I, I put it this way last night. It just looked bad. Yeah. Dude. It if, really if looked we bad. We're able to get off that one more play. Just that one more one second Hill Mary. And it wasn't even that bad crazy. We were at the 20 already. Yes. If we were able to get that one more play off, I don't think. And we didn't get it. I would not be nearly as mad as I was at the end of that game. I get it. And it's not. It's not the ref's real fault, even though he stumbled like a fucking stuttering prick. And if he didn't fall like a fucking moron, there'd be at least one second left to get the playoff. But he's fucking can't keep his fucking balance. But no, Dak, when he slid, he should have slid a little earlier and should have handed the ball right to the fucking ref yep. instead of doing what he fucking did anyway. So I can't put it on the refs. But man, that was fucking disappointing. God, that was fucking miserable. And I can say, oh, the refs, there were so many penalties in that game, but they... There was. There was that many penalties. It wasn't like they were just calling penalties. We were egregiously making fucking bad mm-hmm. plays. We were fucking ourselves. We were digging a fucking grave. We dug our whole dun, 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 whole grave. <laughs> fucking shovels in the ground. Fucking first play. What's the first play? <laughs> Five pounds of fucking dirt behind your back. <laughs> That's first play. By fucking fourth quarter, you're six feet fucking deep. Yeah. Brutal, man. So, so all right. McCarthy, by all indications, is returning. Misery. So how do you feel about that? Not happy. Does he deserve another chance? No. I mean, yes and no. He won 12 games. So I guess So I guess we'll just do what we did this year next Again, year. Win right? 12, yeah. 10, between 10 and 12 games, and go piss ourselves in the fucking playoffs. We'll piss our pants. And that's it. That's what we're going to do. Because that's what's going to happen. And then he's gone. And then he's gone. And then we're going to start all over and it's going to be a mess. Because then at that point, we'll probably have to pay CD an excessive amount of money. So let's let's say this happens, right? Uh-huh. They, they go through the season next year, similar results. McCarthy's gone. Mm-hmm. Who's your top guy? At that point, after next year, I don't even know who's available. Well, let's say he gets fired today. Who's your top guy? The... Who would you want? If you could have the full pick of the litter. Josh McCown. <laughs> All heart, baby. All heart, McCown. Um, if I had the... Oh, man. If I had to pick one... Uh, I hate to say it. I mean, I like... I wouldn't want to do what people are saying of having Kellen Moore be the head coach because I... even Now, that he, is a popular opinion. Even though he's popular in that locker room, like the guys love him. He's not a fucking head coach. Why? He's a fucking child, dude. That's not even that he's a child. Well, McVay's a child. Nah, but McVay's, he knows what he's doing. I'm telling you, Kellen Moore, he could not be a head coach. 
He is one of those guys that is a slated offensive coordinator for their entire career. He's a Pat Shermer. He's a fucking Nerf Turner. Like, he, he's one of these guys that are, can't be a head coach because they're never going to fucking do anything as a head coach. But they'll have success as OC. He's going to have a chance to prove you wrong eventually. I know, but he's not Someone, gonna, Someone's going to hire him. Oh, yeah. He's Somebody's going to hire He's going to fall on his face. I'm telling you. He's going to fall on his face. All right. So, if it's not Kellen Moore. Honestly, I... Honestly, when I really get down to it, I think I, out of the candidates with the Cowboys team, I would look at either Eric Bieniemy or interesting Byron Leftwich or elevate Quinn. I don't like Dan Quinn. No, I like Dan Quinn as a coordinator. I don't like Dan Quinn as a head coach. Okay, look at Dan, look at Atlanta. What they do? They went outside the of Super the Super Bowl loss, right? Yeah. What was his What was his record? Like five hundred, probably. I don't even know. You have to look that one. Yeah, look that one up. But uh, Dan Quinn, I'm not like, uh, you know. I don't know, man. I, I feel like his players love him. Yeah. I feel like he's got a lot of heart. Yeah. I mean, he's gonna he's he's somebody who's probably going to get an opportunity, too. I like Doug Peterson, too. I'm not going to lie. I told you I had that. Uh, premi- I had a premonition. I had a dream last night. I can't see him in Dallas, though. No, I don't, I don't want him in him Dallas. And Jerry Jones. I, no, 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 I don't, no, no, I don't no, think no, that's going to work. I just like, I kind of like him as a coach. Right, yeah, yeah, no, I got gotcha. Like, as a diff, in a different Morris scenario. Ta- uh, Morristown, New Jersey guy, Dan Quinn, by the way. Yeah. Fuck him. <laughs> no, keep him on the defense. I'm fine with all that. All right. So, 43 and 42. Told you about 500. I just called that. Three shit. and two in the playoffs. Yeah. What's going on, guys? This is Sturge, and I got a question for you. Have you ever dreamt about flipping a house or buying an investment property? I know I have. There's a reason why house flipping is out of reach for most people, and that's because of a lack of information. Flipping made easy is for people like you who feel drawn to the world of house flipping, but they don't have a clue as to where to start. Check out FlippingMadeEasy.com. Here, you'll find comprehensive and easy-to-understand information about every stage of the house flipping process. You'll receive access to millions of houses ripe with flipping potential. Hundreds of expert guidance explained through research articles and easy-to-understand video content. And thousands of vendors for all of your house flipping needs. Subscribe to FlippingMadeEasy.com and become part of the flipping community. Right now, if you use the promo code CHOP, you'll receive a free t-shirt and a 30-day, that's right, 30-day money-back guarantee. That's FlippingMadeEasy.com. You know, myself and Gooch are both getting a little older. One of the first things to go is your vision. Thank goodness for our hookup over at Absolute Eyewear in Woodbridge, New Jersey, right on Main Street next to the train station. They have glasses for all ages, all budgets. They have safety glasses, sports glasses. They are a full-service powerhouse offering eye exams and even free lenses for the kids. They work with BCBS, AAA, AARP, giving massive discounts. They're open five days a week, closed on Wednesdays and Sundays. Call 732-326-3937 to get your first pair of Ray-Ban, Burberry, Coach, Polo, you name it. They got it. Go see Craig and Johnine right now. If it's not Quinn, you said Leftwich? I like Byron. I'd like to give him an opportunity. Man. I'd like to give him an opportunity. Even though I feel like his opportunity should come in Jacksonville. It's fucking made for him. It's Poetic. already made for Poetic. him. Yeah, it's Poetic. justice. Going back home, baby. That's yep. what it'd be. And I think he'd be embraced over there. 100%. And he can make mistakes. They'll give, they'll give him a chance, give him right? A like chance. a legit chance. Yeah, exactly. And you've got a quarterback that you can mold who's possibly one. Of, it could be it could be one of those talents, like a Joe Burrow type talent that we talk about. Like like Lawrence has the tools. Like you, there's a couple of games he showed it this year. You know, Peyton Manning didn't have a good rookie year. 
You know, a lot of quarterbacks, sometimes they fall on their face their rookie year for various reasons. And I think Trevor Lawrence is just not in a good situation. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, it's going to be all about the next head coach, man. And that's what over there. You know, and you that's kind of what we're talking about now is just, uh, you know, kind of we kind of got into talking about NFL. So I guess we kind of got into head coach talk. Yeah. <laughs> but it's the, you know, it's the it's about to be mostly the offseason. It's going to be heavy coach talk in the offseason. I just said I had a premonition last night. It was a dream. I don't know. It, uh, maybe it's maybe maybe book it for next Super Bowl. I don't know. Book it now. It was fucking random as hell. I had a dream though for real, and it was like a Super Bowl, and we were somewhere. And one of the I don't remember both the teams, but one of the teams I remember seeing on the TV was the Denver Broncos with head coach Doug Peterson and starting quarterback Aaron Rodgers. Wow. Yeah. What did that be something? Yeah. And I can see that. Yeah. I can see all of that. Well, I think Aaron's gone for sure yeah. now. Oh, yeah. For sure now. Yeah. Like the way the land ended the last three years in Green Bay. And, and then we'll find it's out. It's a wrap. Yeah. And then we're going to find out if he leaves. Then we're going to find out how good Matt LaFleur is. Oh, yeah. It's the Jordan Love show. Yeah. Or maybe not. I think maybe. I think they've seen enough of Jordan Love already to think, I don't think he's going to be the guy to take over. Really? Yeah. Because he played like two or three times this year. Yeah, but that's all he played. Yeah, he didn't look good. I mean, come on. The guy's basically a rookie. <laughs> don't matter. Yeah. You I know don't... how quick they give up on guys in the NFL? Well, I, yeah, that's a thing, too. But, you know, we were talking about head coaches before, too. <laughs> and you said Josh McCown for the yeah. Cowboys. Uh, but, the you know, what's funny is that Houston, the Texans, last year. They won. They hired. They, they interviewed him again. Yeah, and yeah, they, they, they interviewed won, him last year. They won and they hire interviewed him. him again. They ended up signing him as like an emergency quarterback or yeah. something last year or whatever it was. But yeah, they want him on the roster. They want him there. And you know, it's him who's like a former player, no coaching experience. Zero. That's DR interesting. Guys, though. Yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Disrespect. Yeah. So many guys. You got. Um, I think Texans also requesting like Gerard Mayo as, as a Ugh, potential candidate. Yeah. Former players. So I'm starting to think like, I'm starting to see the trend, right? Like, uh-huh. so for a while it was, you know, the hot offensive coordinator, right? Yeah. You know, it, you know, now it's whatever the next thing is. Mm-hmm. So I think the next thing is former players, right? Mm-hmm. Young kinda former like, player, former like players the NBA. taking the NBA approach, right? Hmm. And, and these are guys that could, that the GMs, right? Mm-hmm. Like, the, are, like the Jason Kidd approach and the Derek Fisher experiment. And the GMs like could that. mold these guys, these younger guys with mm-hmm. limited coaching experience, but maybe they have really good leadership uh, traits and they're like former my players. Boy Byron. You know, guys <laughs> like that. Put them in a head coach position. Let Byron. the GM maybe have a little more control up mm-hmm. top, kind of like MLB is with their managers. So it's kind of like a mix of. MLB, all you know, managing and fucking and NBA managing in the NFL. Yeah, it's strange. I, I, <laughs> it's and interesting. I, and I think it's going to be slow. Like it's going to happen over time. Mm-hmm. But I think like maybe the Texans are one of these really fucking desperate teams. Mm-hmm. Might just do something so well. They want to hire of Listen, the box. They want to hire McCowan. They want to. They're, I heard a rumor that they sent out something that they want another team. They're just they just want another team to interview him. So it doesn't look like. They're the only team fucking interested. Choice already. Yeah, or like. they're the only team that's interested in doing it. <laughs> but either way, there's a lot of like, you know, like you're saying with the, the younger player kind of head coach, like a Kellen Moore, you know? Yeah, I, and I, that's why I think a lot of people just think it's realistic and it's kind of just would happen organically where mm. Kellen Moore and Jerry Jones would eventually be like the power tandem. Yeah. Because like, again, like, Kind of like what Jerry thought with Garrett was like, Garrett's my boy, mm-hmm. and he'll pretty much support, you know, whatever I want to do. Yeah. 
And it led us to eight and eight every fucking year. Right. But I don't think Jerry's going to change. I think he's always going to be. But, you know, he went with Mike McCarthy here, and that's a little different. Like, that's not like hiring a a young guy that he could kind of mold. Like, Mike McCarthy from Western Pennsylvania. Already kind of set in his ways. And, you know, that's that's that. So, I don't know. Mm. I mean, who who knows? But there's a lot of, uh, you know, there's a lot of interesting names out there. I think the Cowboys will be looking within, you know, this time next year. Mm-hmm. For a new head coach, yeah, me too. I'm, I'm, I'm convinced. I'm completely convinced. And like, there's teams right now that are interesting that need head coaches, like Minnesota. You know, they're they're kind of interesting. Does uh, Zimmer get a chance anywhere else? Not right away, I don't think. Flores obviously is going to. I think he's gonna wind up where the Bears. That's the thing. I don't know. Maybe I don't know where he ends up. That's well, the problem. Well, let's take a look at head coach needy teams. There's a few. And I think not only is a lot of coaches, I think there's be some quarterbacks on the move. Obviously, I think Aaron Rodgers on the move. Like I said, I could see him in Denver. I could see him in Pittsburgh. I could see him a lot of places. He he clearly said he doesn't want to go to a team that's in a rebuild mode. He said that last night. I there's teams that are ready made that if he jumps in, just like Denver with Peyton Manning, he jumped yep. in, took great control. He could do the same thing in Denver again. Raiders. I think Derek Carr could be on the move. It's possible. I heard there's you know there's teams that want to make a push for him. You know, yeah. Teams that are why like, not? Think they're a quarterback. You could do away. a lot worse. Oh, I think Derek Carr. Derek Carr. I think Derek Carr is the most disrespected man in the NFL. The guy's consistent as all hell. Mm-hmm. I got heart. He is the most disrespected man in the NFL. Kirk Cousins, another disrespected man, but he deserves it. <laughs> but he had a good year this year of interception. Statistically wise, wise, yeah, you know, but yeah. He don't. He don't get it done. He's not a winner. Mm-mm. Uh-uh. So I'm going to look. I'm looking at all the head coach needy teams, right? We're just going to pick all the teams. We're going to pick head coaches oh, right now. So make our own head coach? Yeah. All right. Well, give me a list of all, all right. the teams first. All the teams? Yeah, all the teams first. That need the needy coaches. teams? The teams that are without head coach at the moment. I know there's the Dolphins. All right, hold on. I know there's the Bears. All, put the, all right. We got Broncos. The Broncos. Texans. Yes, the Texans. Okay. Jaguars. The Jaguars. The Raiders. The Raiders. Dolphins. The Finns. Giants, Vikings. Giants. Okay, Giants, Vikings. Uh, Bears, Bears. Um, I mean, yeah, those are. I mean, unless there's some surprises, I think but that's it. yeah, well, I mean, for now, I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That are open for now. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Right okay. now, so we're starting with the Dolphins here. Then okay. Yeah, back to we're talking about Leftwich before, right? Uh huh. And I agree. I think it's poetic. I think it's perfect for him to go to Jacksonville. So like, I'm slight. I'm slating there, but I do. I do think he'd be a really good fit for Miami yeah. as well. Well, that's why I'm going with Miami. If I had to pick coach, like I said, I think I'm going Eric Bieniemy in Miami. Bieniemy with a young Tua, you know? Yeah, like all right. So like that's a guy. Is, that, is that like a realistic? With, yeah, I think it is actually. I don't know if they even interviewed. him. I can see it. I can definitely see it. I'm looking at other guys too. I'm looking at like Kevin O'Connell. No thanks. The Rams offensive coordinator, um, ex quarterback. Yeah, yeah. I Patriots. Know. Oh, I know. Um, talking about a team, like I don't know if anybody's going to interview Josh McDaniels or not. But I feel like one day he's just going to take over the Patriots. I think that's pretty much what he's just holding out for at this yeah. point. And to be honest with you, I think he'll be a decent head coach this time around. Because the first time around, people forget this. Though. I mean, he went to the fucking playoffs with Tim Tebow as his quarterback. Tim Tebow doesn't know how to play quarterback. And he went to the playoffs with him. So And they won a playoff game. True that. Against Pittsburgh. That must have been miserable. If I was a Pittsburgh fan, oh my God, I would have been embarrassed. Demarius Thomas, I'll, rest in peace. Mm-hmm. I would have been fucking embarrassed, though, if I was a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. But, um, so yeah, okay. 
So I yeah. So all right, we're, Dolphins. I'm saying they're being me over there. Who you got, bro? Are you going with Leftwich there or no? You know what? I'm going with Leftwich. <laughs> Are you? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm going with Leftwich. That's interesting. In Miami. Okay. It's interesting. I like that. I like it. Yeah. Okay. So all right. So if that's the case, do we just uh, let's jump to Jacksonville because I'm already inserting fucking Leftwich in as he's your guy there. That's my guy. Yeah, there. yeah. And I think, like I said, I'm beating the drum for him. It's poetic justice. It's perfect. It's meant to be. Maybe or. Or do they... They're not going the college route again. That's for sure. The Jaguars. No. There's no... So, you know, I look at the Jaguars. There's such a... There's so much dysfunction with that team right now. Mm-hmm. And a lot goes on the shoulders of uh, the owner, Shaq Khan. Mm-hmm. Um, just with his inability to, you know, hire a head coach mm-hmm. for the team, for the franchise. And... Um, they're just in such disarray where they need a guy that's going to come in, mm-hmm. take full control of the organization. I mean, from top to bottom, be that, I hate to say it, the CEO type, mm-hmm. which they thought they were getting with Urban Meyer. Obviously, that wasn't the case, the and I still don't understand it. And, like, when, Ur- when Urban got hired, too, like he wasn't even on the radar. No, for no. any that's what I'm saying. Other that's like, team, that's almost like, like the Texans with McCowan. Like no one's nobody even was talking about Urban Meyer. Yeah. Nobody. Um, Urban Meyer is. A he didn't guy. even want the job. No, he's a fucking joke. Dude. He, he took the he took the paycheck. Yeah, it was fucking highway robbery. I feel bad for the Jaguars yeah. from that standpoint. But any anyway, because I respect Tony Khan. Yeah, hell yeah, AEW <laughs> dub baby, AE dubs. But this, I mean, this current situation, I feel like they need an experienced guy. Mm-hmm. And by that, I don't necessarily mean. That he has to be the uh, old grizzled head, you know, former head coach that mm-hmm. has had success in the league and things like that. But experienced guy that's just been in the league, has seen success, know what knows what success looks like, mm-hmm. right? And that's where I'm going with the enemy here, actually. Where in Jacksonville? In Jacksonville, yeah. yeah. So yeah. we're just basically swapping. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I'm going the enemy in Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, all that time, you know, under Andy Reid, I mean, and talking about success, Super Bowl wins, mm-hmm. playoffs, division titles. I mean, the guy's been through it all already. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see what he could do, man. Yeah. Uh, you know, in Jacksonville with a young quarterback, right? You know, he mm-hmm. had the influence, you know, probably on Mahomes these years. Now, you know, we focus on Trevor Lawrence here. And mm-hmm. uh, I don't know, man, it, that could be a good fit. And, you know, someone like that, too. You know, you probably want, you know, first-time head coach, even though he has the experience, he probably wants some more experienced guys on the staff that's been there, done that as well. I'm sure you can get um, some of that staff up. Build a, build, but they need they need a nice veteran staff, you know, a professional Easy guys to do. Easy to that, do that. Um, you know, are really going to yeah. make them look like a fucking professional team like, on the field every Sunday. Like the Cowboys did with Dan Quinn, having him come there. Yeah, you know, oh yeah, exactly. Humble yeah. him a little bit. All right, so what's the next move? All right, what's so, next so we got in Miami. I have Biennemi. You have Leftwich. And then it's swapped. Swapped in Jacksonville. So Florida is those two guys. <laughs> Take Florida regardless. I'm not going to put Panthers on the list, but Panthers might be one of those teams, man. Yeah, might move on. This to, year they're keeping rules. One more year for, for year. rule. Yeah, he's there. So they are. They hired the OC. They hired McAdoo as their OC. Did they really? Yeah. I didn't even see that. They hired Ben McAdoo. So they're, they're making moves and making decisions already as rules to head coach. So he's there. Okay. So we move on to the Bears then. Yeah. The Bears? Okay. I'm, and... Uh, um, you know, I'm looking at right young quarterback there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you. I think first thing that comes to mind, you think offensive guy, right? Because someone that's going to have a good influence on on fields and whatnot. But 
I'm, I'm going, actually not going off. I'm me neither, and I think we're going with the same guy, maybe. Who? I'm going with Flores. I'm not. Okay. I'm going with Flores there. Okay. Fresh off his run with Miami. I think the only concern there is with some of the reports that came out with um, the way that he was treating, um, which is, what's his face over there, uh, Tua. Mm-hmm. And there is some beef within the uh, the organization, uh, you know, some different views and stuff uh, with uh, the GM and leadership there. And Flores maybe rubbed some people the wrong way or mm-hmm. whatever. And, you know, there was the whole thing where he was testing Tua like every week for steroids or something. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, it was just some weird. Weird, weird shit going on over there. And mm-hmm. uh, I guess, you know, now he's going to be, you know, potentially matched with another young quarterback. And, you know, you hope that, um, you know, you're bringing him in, then he believes in the guy that's on the roster mm-hmm. um, or not. You yeah. know, you, on the flip side of that, too, you think about it and you say, okay, well, you know, maybe field, they don't feel like Fields is that guy and they want to start from scratch with a new head coach, new GM. Flores gets their guy, does Deshaun Watson potentially? Uh, you know, yeah. who, who knows? But I, I, you know, at the end of the day, I, that's where I'm putting them. I, per, I personally feel like Fields is their guy for now. For I think least, so, too. Yeah, I think yeah. they, they've seen enough to say, hey, we can work with this guy. You know? I think but he my, deserves that. Mike, so I was mulling over one coach thinking maybe I stick with maybe a defensive guy. I was thinking possibly of Raheem Morris in that position. But oh, I like it. But yeah, but then it clicked with me. This makes a lot more sense and would be way big for Chicago if they got Jim Harbaugh. If Jim Harbaugh went to Chicago. Wow. That's, that's almost a Jim. That's almost like a, I think that's one of Jim Harbaugh's dream jobs too. With the Michigan job is the Chicago Bears job. Huh? You know, one of the uh, if he gets to original do, franchises, exactly. like it, he played for the franchise. Yeah, like that's I think it's that would be good interesting, fit. and I think that's a good fit for like you said, having a young quarterback, having a guy like Jim Harbaugh come in, who is that CEO type, but also an offensive guy, a quarterback guy. He can come in. He could put a staff in place. You can. We've seen it already. He came in. He put a staff in place in fucking the uh, San Francisco and went to a Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. you know. Oh, I'm fascinated off. by Jim Harbaugh. I would. Oh, yeah. I, I can't wait to see his next act yeah. in the NFL, I, wherever he goes. I'm, I mean, whether he does go to Chicago or not, I'm putting him in Chicago. That's right. Now that, that would make a great fucking story. I love oh, that. Absolutely. I love it. For multiple reasons. I, I think it's it. fucking great. So I have Flores. You have Harbaugh. Mm-hmm. And I think it's either way. I, I think you win either way. There. I don't think Harbaugh's going. You think he's staying at college? I think he gets lured back to the NFL. Now, I did hear a rumor about the Raiders potentially saying yeah, that if the Raiders' job was available to him, he would take it. I think the Bears' job is the same. I feel like if they made him, if they were like, hey, if the, I don't know what Bears' brass is thinking. That's the thing. I don't think they're going out on a limb like, oh, we need to get Jim Harbaugh. In How there. is Harbaugh viewed among Bears fans? Bears I think fans. he's respected. And, and the franchise itself. I think he's respected. I think they... I, I don't know if they love him, like, oh, we have to go get him. Yeah, because but if you look I, at his career there, it was nothing. Mm-mm. I mean, Harbaugh wasn't great. No, no. I'm just saying, like, you know, he played there. He probably, I, I, from what I hear, he, he loved his time there. He loved being there. So, you know, who wouldn't want to go back to a franchise they played for and try to turn it around? Yeah. No, I'll, yeah. I'll left which. Uh, yeah. So, they're, they're, so we got them down, the Bears down. What's next? Who are we moving to next? We let's go to let's go let's talk about the Vikings, dude. The Vikings. So that's an interesting team, kind of. That's another very fringe, fringe yes. playoff team, right? Mm-hmm. But what are you doing at quarterback? Um, this co- is his cousins. What's his contract? Is it this year? I think he has another year. He has one more year. I think he's another year. All right, so you got cousins. You're probably stuck with him for another year, which is not the worst thing because it mm-hmm. gives you the ability to draft a quarterback. Yeah, if you want to move on from cousins, which you know I think. You would. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, they're probably in the position where they're, they're thinking quarterback of the future there. Um, that's not on the roster right now. Mm-hmm. Um, 
You know, they okay. Think about Zimmer; has been there for a long time. Defensive guy. Mm-hmm. Do they? I think I think they're going to go on an offensive. I thought they on might the offensive, um, just I because think, I think they might change of pace. That. Yeah, I think they might do that. But if I'm picking the head coach and I'm putting the guy there, yeah, who, who's the most realistic? Guy, yeah. Well, it's me personally. Like I said I'm putting Raheem Morris there. In the Vikings, yeah. Yeah, I'm putting him in the Viking job. So another defensive another guy. Another defensive guy. But I'm putting him there because I, they're built as a defensive team for the most part, even though they have a, some weapons like a Cook and a Justin Jefferson and a Thielen. Like, they have offensive weapons. It's not like they don't. But they're built as, like, think about all the draft picks that they have that were, like, big. They're all big-time defensive players like Harrison Smith and, you know, uh, Anthony Barr and Kendricks and – these D linemen they always come up with. So I think you need a motivator. And I think Raheem Morris is just a motivator. I like it. Listen, I love Raheem Morris. I think this guy yeah. is primed for another chance, mm-hmm. you know? Um, definitely. No, def- even he didn't do a bad job too when he was the interim uh, head Jackson coach for. Or no, 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 no Falcons. Falcons. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Falcons. He was the head he coach. He was the head coach of the fucking Tampa Bay. Right, right, exactly. But yeah, I do like that. But I, I, I think they go offensive. I think they try to go the younger coordinator. Like Kevin O'Connell route. Or the, yeah. or the Nathaniel Hackett route. So I, I'm going to see. I got a problem with Nathaniel Hackett, though, mm-hmm. because, like, think about the way the season ended for, for Green Bay. Mm-hmm. Think of who his quarterback is. Yeah, I mean, I like, know. I'd be so cautious to to hire a guy like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, no, it's I just, oh, I, I, I don't know. So maybe, I, you know, does it, do they go, you know, I, I don't think McDaniels is going to go there. No, I think, you know? like I said, my view of McDaniels is he just sitting there waiting for Bill to. Retire. Here, I'm going to say they pry mm-hmm. Kellen Moore. From the boys? Away from the Cowboys. And this is the the, 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 the Vikings. The Vikings now? Yeah, I mean, it's possible. I mean, I could, I could see any I team think they could, think about giving it. Kellen Moore a chance. I could see tons of teams giving him a chance. I, so. I, I think it could be the Vikings. I, I do. Yeah. And, you know, because they, they have offensive weapons. Oh, yeah. Think about that. Like right? said, they definitely do. They have Cooks. They have fucking yeah. Jefferson. I, I think Kellen Moore... Can, you know, I, I know your view. You know, you talked about it a little earlier it's about his head coaching potential, baby, right? Yeah. Um, and he might be one of those guys that gets a job too early, maybe fails, but whatever. Mm-hmm. But I think Vikings are in a position where they might take a chance and go offense on this with their head coach. Mm-hmm. Because, like I said before, right, we were talking about their past head coach, Zimmer, defensive guy. Who's before that? Was it Leslie Frazier? Frazier, I think so. Yeah. Defensive guy. Defensive guy, yeah. I think it's time to change pace there, man. Yeah. So I'm going with Kellen Moore. I think they're going to take a shot on a younger guy. If it's not Kellen Moore, it's someone like Kellen Moore. But mm-hmm. I'm going with him for this position. Okay. There you go. So we got that locked down. I got Raheem Morris there. So where are we where are we traveling to now? Where are we going um, in the world? Yeah. Um, Get on the let's go Dude, home you. base. All right. New York New Giants. York. New York Fuck it. All right, they just... Hey, listen, they just hired their GM. And I think that GM hire of Joe Shane, I think it's a good hire, even though I hate the fucking Giants. I think they finally made a smart decision. And I think that hire is going to have a lot to do with the head coach. Obviously, he's going to be picking it. But I think when I say that, I'm just going to go out and lean towards Brian Davis. Yeah, no, me job. too. It's... I think it's almost I think it's almost just like a dead giveaway. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you get the GM, the assistant GM from Buffalo. He's worked alongside him for how long now? They've built a team up there that's obviously, looks like they can be the next Patriots of that division for the next fucking eight, nine years. Yeah. With Josh Allen, you know. So, I, I think it's a no-brainer just to put Dable there. And it's a smart hire. And it's not a dumb hire because, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's a first-time head coach. You never know what you're going to get. But 
it's obvious he knows how to create an offense and run an offense. Yeah, and look what he did with Josh Allen, right? I mean, how as great as he is, think about when Josh Allen first came out, man. There was a lot of questions about him, oh, yeah, right? Huge. A lot of questions about him. I was the he first, was just not. I was, he was not raw. a fan was coming out of Wyoming, right? Raw. Yeah, raw guy that you know had a big arm, right? Mm-hmm. Big guy. Good build and yeah. all that, but just played somewhere in the like the middle of nowhere. View potentially <laughs> as a project guy, guy and yeah. uh, yo, Dayball had has had a ton of influence on on him and where he is now as a quarterback, mm-hmm. as one of the top quarterbacks in the league. Yeah. Um. So you know, you, and then and what's the Giants' biggest problem this last year too? It, well, it's offense. Points, you know, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. Um, so, so at but, the very least, if he could put game plan together to put points on the board, that's already a step in the right direction. So, w- w- so where do the Giants go, though, man? Because, you know, you think about this. So you bring a new GM, new head coach, right, who have uh, previous working experience together. Mm-hmm. Um, usually when you bring guys like that in, you give them the ability to kind of build the roster the way they view it, mm-hmm. right? So do they start with a fresh quarterback? Is Daniel Jones think- out? I don't think he's out right away. I think he's there. He's under contract. He's not making any money real. I mean, he's not making real money yet. Yeah. It'd be dumb to just get rid of him, especially if you have him for another year or two of making no money. But just bring someone in to compete with him. That's all. That's what I think they should do. I mean, should they draft somebody? Fuck it, maybe. I, I would. I would, yeah. bring so, yeah, that's, yeah, that's how you bring him in. You either bring him in through the draft or you bring a guy in that you think has a shot and, you know, Free agency that you don't think got a fair shake, maybe like a Gardner Minshew or something like that. You know, a guy that you think, hey, maybe he can start, but let me fucking, you know, a Heineke. Because Heineke after this year, is this is his last year and there's contract, and then he's a free agent. I mean, I don't think he's great, but you never know. He's played well, plays well, played well in the past. He's like Fitzpatrick 2.0 yeah. to Dude, me. You know how much money he's making next year? Heineke? Yeah, a mil. Yeah, nothing. Nothing. No. Nothing. I like him. He's got moxie. Nothing. A mill. I like Heineke. I'm just trying to I'm just trying to figure out like what do you think Joe Burrow's contract's gonna be when that has to come? Well he'll be the richest quarterback in the yeah, league, that's, that's for sure. Be, yeah. <laughs> like how it's unbelievable. Yeah, that's gonna the be the money. That's gonna be they're gonna, you're gonna start hitting NBA territory. Yeah. I think they're gonna give Daniel Jones another shot, even though I think he's fucking sucks. I'm, I'm not a Giants fan anyway. Keep him for all I give a fuck. That's why I think like when teams that I don't like have players that suck, and they're like, "Oh, we don't know, like what Saquon." I'm so happy Saquon sucks. Let him suck over there. So suck for his whole fucking career over there. I don't give a shit. I hope they're terrible for the rest of time. So we both agree, <laughs> we both agree with the Giants. Yeah, right? Dable's I, a smart hire, but I hope it's so I hope you, he fucking falls on his face. So you 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 bring in a veteran in free agency or draft a guy or draft Someone a guy to kind of yeah. push Daniel Jones to see if he's anything. So you don't have to draft a guy in the first round. Here, here's my point of view on this: you can draft him in the third round. We got Dak Prescott in the fourth round. I think <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. I think you've seen enough body of work with Daniel Jones. I, I this is how I feel personally, right? I feel like he and can I, play. Listen, I, I understand he hasn't been surrounded by a ton of talent. You know, terrible yeah. line. Like Gettleman did not do anything to support this Gettleman's guy. He, he was terrible. He terrible. Right. So I, you know, I think Daniel Jones hasn't had a really fair shake. Nor do I think Judge did. Really, honestly, I, I you know, but um, you know, people got to. There's consequences when you lose that much, right? But I still, I still think at best Daniel Jones is like ceiling is He's mediocre at best. Like Alex, <laughs> not even. Not even Alex. I want to say Alex, Alex Smith. His career was good, but he had some really, yeah. really good when years a, when he was a cheap. His last year, his last year and a half in. Uh, San Francisco, he was good, and then his entire run with the Chiefs, yeah, he was, was like really good, really good quarterback. Yeah, 
Yeah. Like, and if it wasn't for Mahomes, he would have stayed the quarterback. Probably. But no, nah, he was hurt, dude. He's not. Yeah, you know, well, he's, that was his MO. Yeah. But, you know, I'm trying to think of a guy that's like kind of middle of the road that like, yeah, he's serviceable, like put good defense, you know, around him and stuff like that. And he, he can, can win play, games for like, you. T- like kind of like a Tannehill. Tannehill. Yeah. Maybe like a case, like a, t- a case of uh, Keenum, a case Keenum when he was in Minnesota that year. You know, I I'm just trying to see who I can compare Daniel Jones to, like when we evaluate his ceiling, and it's just it's it's hard. But Jameis Winston, I don't know. <laughs> Would you take Jameis Winston on the Giants? Because he's a free agent. Why not bring him in? You bring him in? Fuck it. No, I think not. Jay- if I think Jameis is going to be a great backup. See. <laughs> One day when he finally admits or finally realizes that he's not going to be a full time starter, he's like he, he'll he'll accept. There's a lot of guys like that. Then he will be the man. Yeah. But, um, so yeah, we're talking the Giants here, but you want to yeah. move? Yeah. I mean, I fucking hate the Giants, so we can always move from them. Well, <laughs> let's go to the Texans. And then, so now we have the Texans. Yeah. Game. So we're going to the Texans. Um, we're talking about McCown being interf- interviewed there. They draw Mayo which too, hilarious. which is another one that. Uh, yeah. Not really on anyone else's radar, I don't think. But, again, I think Houston's primed to be one of those teams that we're talking about mm-hmm. that's going to take a chance on one of these former players with limited or no coaching experience. Mm-hmm. They're so desperate, they're going to do something that's completely outside of the box. I don't know. Um, I the, think the, the GM there, um, what the hell's his name? Cass- Casario. Casario. Um, he seems like, from all accounts of what I hear, he's kind of like, one of those people that want to control everything mm. that's going on. He's going to want to pick a guy that he can control, have influence on. Um, you know, I think he's, you know, I'm, I'm looking at some of these guys here. I think he either goes, they either go like the young offensive coordinator route like, or. I was thinking something like that. Or I, I or have, one of these players, these I, ex-players, McCown, I, Mayo, one of those guys. I think that's what they want to do. You know what I'm saying? I think, I really think they want McCown. I swear to God, I think they really do want to sign him, but it's going to look really fucking bad. Especially after firing Cully for after one year. I think it's going to look so bad that they can't do it right away. But if I'm the coach, if I'm the GM over there and like I'm sitting here and I'm putting guys in, in that position, that's where I'm going to put Brian Flores. Yeah, Flores. That's where yeah. I'm going to put Brian Flores. Somebody with some discipline to put that fucking team together. You think he's he would go there, though? I don't that's know. That's the thing. I don't know. But that's where I would put Brian Flores. And especially if him and Deshaun Watson want to work together already. Oh, imagine that. And they rebuild the they whole are, thing. Yeah. And th- then Deshaun doesn't have to go anywhere. He already gets the coach he wants to work with. I don't know if we're ever going to see Deshaun together. in the NFL again, either. man. But even if we don't, I th- I would put Brian Fl- I would personally put Brian Flores there. Because I think that's the type of coach they really need. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I, I get it. I, I think they go, like I said, I, um, I don't know if it's going to be McCown. I I just have a hard... I mean, unless you're building a, a, a coaching staff around them that's very, very veteran-heavy, mm. like ex-head coaches like yeah. on that team. No, yeah, that's what I'm saying. You have to with a guy like that. Because I do think like there's something to it. Like It's appealing because people love him. Yeah. Like You look at just from like a leadership yeah, ability. To me, it reminds me of like a Vrabel type. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, and people some, are going to want to play for your, you know, like somebody like that. And think about like... I don't know. Maybe that's not the worst approach. Maybe it's really more about someone who could come in, build relationships, build trust among the people within the organization, staff, and players. Well, I think that makes a big deal because, I mean, if you look at, like, Dan Campbell and fucking Detroit, Detroit is fucking terrible. They're going to be terrible probably for another two years. But you already saw this year Dan Campbell's making that same 
those same type of fucking the, with literally everything you're just describing now he's putting in place there you know what I'm saying the way he's connecting with the ta- with the city with the ownership right. yep. with the players themselves like those players in fucking Detroit they want, they'll run through a fucking wall for Dan Campbell like they they have no they had no business winning any games this year I think they ended up winning two three and they tied one or something like that yeah were they like three and one yeah something like that wins they win three tie. games and a tie. You know, when they were probably slated to win fucking zero. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And, you know, it, one, they were one of those teams, too. Like, it, obviously, it started off rough, but they really were competitive down the pesky. line, man. Yeah, you didn't really want to play them. They were going to f- give you a fight. And then, like, Goff, too, like, started, like, towards the end of the season, really Waking coming up. into his and that, own a little and bit that more. Fucking and that young, that rookie receiver, Amara St. Brown, yeah. coming on. Yeah. They might they have a number one guy with him now with Hawkinson. So something to look forward to if you're, if you're a, a Detroit Lions fan. fan I, I for know once you know, but I have I work with a Detroit Lions fan. I work with two. It's of weird. Them, actually. I yeah. I don't know any. I know three. Really? I know random. This dude Kevin I work with. Dude Charles I used to work with. And Bobby Krills is a fucking Lions. No fan. No shit. Yeah. yeah. And Scott is a Lions fan technically. Oh yeah, originally. Yeah. He roots for the boys though. <laughs> Respect. Um. All right, so what? Uh, there's another team out there. I mean, oh yeah, yeah. So we got we got one more. So we said the Texans. I, I said I didn't, Flores. You, you said Flores. Yeah. Uh, you said Flores. I'm going with. Um, I'm going with. Mm, I'm going with Mayo. Yeah, because you just think that they're going to put a player in there like that stuff. And it's the Casario and Mayo connection with New England yeah. and all that shit. So I'm just going to piece that yeah puzzle together and piece, say piece. that's what's going to happen there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Going with Mayo. And then last, we got one more, right? I think Denver, right? Denver. And, and already, we know what you yeah, said. Yeah, I already, the Doug Peterson is going to go to Denver. And with Aaron Rodgers is going to go there, too. And then they're going to go to the Super Bowl next year. Man, I... I, tell, I, had premoni- yeah, I think you got sold on that. I, it's a premonition. I had it. I seen it. I saw the vision. Yeah, they're, 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 they're definitely not going defense. No. You know, I, I, th- I think Doug Peterson's a, a smart hire, honestly. I do, too. For I a team too. like that. Yeah. And I'm just saying, if they had an Aaron Rodgers or somebody who yeah, could throw, a quarterback away, man. if they can really find are. a quarterback, or if they even dragged fucking, I doubt it would happen. Derek Carr over there because they're in the same division. Doubt it would ever happen. But that team is a quarterback away. Which reminds me, we do have one more. It's the Raiders. It's the Raiders. Because in my head, I would have just gave Basachi a contract. Mark Davis is disrespectful as fuck for that. I think. I think the only way you make a change on that, I would have given Lou a contract. If, he looks like a fucking a guy because there's a guy that that owns a car garage. His name's Lou, and he looks exactly like Rich Passaccia. <laughs> so he, so Rich Passaccia just looks like a dude that can work on your car. He's, he's Blue work, collar. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Fucking hey, let's go, guys. I like it, dude. But I, no, I'm not gonna put him there, obviously. Okay. But but I, if I was Mark Davis, I would have like from what that team went through this year with the Gruden shit, the rug shit. Then Hobbs shit getting arrested twice, and then who else from there just Hobbs. got in trouble? Again, oh, he got yeah, arrested yeah, twice. Hobbs. Yeah, he just said yeah, yeah, twice. Unbelievable, dude. I'm saying, and then Rugs, and then there was another DUI after Rugs. Fuck is wrong with all these guys. of that shit? That dude at an interim coaching level, like as, took him to the playoffs, took them to the fucking playoffs, and almost won that game. Yeah. Did not embarrass himself no. by any stretch of the imagination. No, and it's not like the Raiders have tons of talent. Derek Carr, I think, is underrated and good. Yes, and Darren Waller is unbelievable. Oh, yes, you gotta love that story too, oh, man. Yeah. You know, the Absolutely. underdog went through his struggles. Yeah, yeah, awesome story, man. You yeah. gotta love that shit. And then like Josh Jacobs is a good back. Hunter Renfro is a good receiver, Hell slot yeah. receiver, but they don't have a great number one nope. receiver. They don't have. 
other great weapons, and he still took them to playoffs, and they showed up for him. And they like him. And they like him. They There's showed guys up for within, him, and they liked him. Exactly. You know, you know, big-time guys within the organization, Carr is one of them, mm-hmm. that are outright going out there and saying, hey, he's my guy. Yeah. This is this is who I want as my head coach to lead our team. If I was Mark Davis, I would have just been like, okay, if that's the case, here's three years. You have to listen to that. Here's three years. Yeah. What can you do in three years? Or, you know, what can you do in two years, really, with a three-year contract? Right, you right. know what I'm saying? But if you're already making the playoffs now, I expect you to do it again next year and build on that anyway. So maybe you get an extension. You know, like, but the fact he didn't give him a contract, I think, was kind of a low blow. But if I'm putting a new coach in there all together, like a completely new guy. Yeah. I'm going to Urban Meyer. <laughs> nah, <laughs> nah, that'd be perfect. Nah. This is tough because I didn't even really think of the Raiders. Maybe. They, I could see them putting in a guy like Dan Quinn. But if it was me slating it at this point, if I'm already get moving on from Basaccia and shit like that, and I'm already not going to put a guy like that in there, maybe I'll just take a flyer on like a Kevin O'Connell. Try him out. Try him out. <laughs> fucking see what he's about. I'm like, you know, if he's gonna if he can run McVeigh's offense and shit like that, like that, you know, whatever. Or, you know, fuck it. Yeah. Give him a fucking give him a fucking swing. I, I, all right, so I'm going different direction. Going, yeah. Yeah. I know it kind of contradicts what I said before because I said this guy is not gonna leave unless one job opens up and they mm, offer to him. It's hardball. Yeah. yeah. I, I I think if you're going to make a change. Right, mm-hmm. and you're gonna move from what's it, Pisacci, Pisaccio, yeah, the, the truck Pisaccio. driver, <laughs> the, the fucking mechanic. If you're gonna move, if you're gonna move on from him, then you have to do it with a monumental change, something that's gonna shake the franchise, right? Yeah. Um, and the Hardball is definitely one of those guys, and I think, yeah, I, I, I mean, I see, I see the fit there. I'm going with Jim Harbaugh as the next coach of the Las Vegas mm-hmm. Raiders, uh, and that's it for me, man. I'm wrapping yeah. it up there. Yeah. yeah, dude, that's crazy. But yeah, well, I don't know. That was fun seating the quarterbacks or you know, seating the coaches. That was a good time. Good ourselves. time. Yeah, we didn't even expect. We just did that on the fly. We didn't expect to do that today. <laughs> that was a good one. All right, man. So that's a wrap today, um, guys. If you are listening to us for the first time, again, thank you for checking us yes. out. And if you like the show and you want to support us, um, check out allstarvintage.shop. That is our website where you can pick up the dopest. Throwback and vintage yes. sports, pro and college and just, gear, man. Check it out. A lot even, of cool shit. Even just peep our social medias, bro. Give us some love. Give on, us some uh, love. Instagram, All Star Vintage NJ. Facebook, All Star Vintage NJ. <laughs> but uh, yeah, good shit. Episode one to close. Season Thanks, three. Everybody. Season three. Keeping it real. Keeping it. Take it sleazy. All right, we out. This has been the All-Star Vintage Podcast with your hosts, Mark Jameson and Dom Morrow. We'll be back with another episode whenever we feel like it. Things are